This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future Podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Think Future. My name is Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups, the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you can be notified when a new show comes online. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please subscribe and please drop a note on Apple Podcasts. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Now, last Monday, I was talking a bit about direct democracy and had a little problem with the video feed, but the audio was fine. So if you didn't want to just, just don't look at me. I was a little out of lip sync, syncing incorrectly. But my point last Monday was that we now have the technology to be able to have a direct democracy. And what do I mean by direct democracy? Is that every time we need to vote on an issue, we don't need our politicians to represent us. We can represent ourselves. There is no reason right now with the technology that we have that we cannot devise a system where the people truly speak. Now, you have to understand the United States is not really a democracy. It is a constitutional republic, which is not exactly the same as a democracy. But if we really wanted to try democracy, true democracy, then that would do it. Wouldn't it be interesting? Wouldn't it be interesting to at least give it a try in a, on a small scale and maybe a city somewhere where we would say we're going to experiment with direct democracy within the bounds of this city everybody who lives in this city everybody who's provably in this city can vote day after day on issue after issue that comes up and is applicable to the city wouldn't it be interesting to see what direct, how direct democracy might actually work somewhere? Wouldn't it be really interesting that once you take away all of the layers of election this and election that and all the officials and you truly work towards the will of the people, I wonder if we'd actually get good outcomes. So... What I'm thinking is that the reality is, is that, is it really true that we really need to be part of every decision? Wouldn't it be great if once we created this direct democratic system and prove that it worked? I mean, I don't know. I don't think it would work. I'm not sure if it would work or not. I've heard all sorts of stories about how democracies don't really work because it is rule by the many. And the many 
may not be right. Although, if you look at the prevailing political winds, it's always about the collective over the individual. You see, this is what I was talking about with you look at Star Trek The Next Generation. One of the most evil races on Star Trek The Next Generation was the Borg, because the Borg acted as a collective. And humanity was a collection of individuals, but the Borg was a collective. That's why they were such a horrible enemy to work with, because they forced us to lose our individuality. But if you think about it, what is a democracy but a collective? It's a collective of individuals who have decided to vote one way or another. So if you put a ballot in front of somebody and say, on this issue, you have to vote, it would be entirely reasonable to think that if you asked a majority of individuals to do something, then it's likely they wouldn't do it. It's very, very likely that in a directly democratic system, you would not get the outcomes that you'd think would be best for the community. Think of it this way. Let's say you had a direct democratic system and the question was, should we put in a stoplight at a particular intersection because there have been injuries and car accidents at this intersection? You might look at it, a bunch of people might look at it and go, hmm, that seems like a good idea, but how much would that cost? How much would that cost me? It's almost, if people started looking at things from their own personal perspective, they might say, I wouldn't want that because I have to pay for it. I never use that intersection, so why would I pay for it? So there's issues with direct democracy as well. But I still think we should try it because it might be better than the system that we have today because look at what's happening in the system that we have today. There's so many questions about what's happening, what happens with elections. Direct democracy is something that we should try. And I think the next step after that is that once we try the direct democracy, is that we need to look at AI. We need to look and see. And the funny thing is here is that whenever people think about AI running humans, there's always a thought of Terminator and Skynet and the Matrix and all these horrible things that we think will happen if AI were to manage humans. Imagine AI politicians. Imagine an AI government. And you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, that would be the absolute worst. Although think about it for a second. At this point, AI is not sentient. It can calculate and make decisions much faster than human beings can. Doesn't that mean that if we program it correctly, then it would be able to devise solutions to some of the problems that we have? Maybe we need AI to manage us. Think about it for a second. Look at something like Uber. Uber has a management layer and it has a worker layer. And in between, there's algorithms. There's algorithms which efficiently and effectively tell the workers what to do. Who's to say that we can't have a more efficient and stable city, state, country if we ha have AI algorithms telling us how to manage things, looking at optimizing things, making things more efficient and effective. Here's another thing I'm thinking. 
is that there seems to be so many intractable problems in the world that we as human beings have trouble figuring out. And you know what I think? I think one of the reasons why we have trouble figuring this stuff out is because it just takes too long and it's so tedious for us to go through every possible permutation of what we need to do in order to do it. Whereas computers, they love that kind of stuff. Imagine quantum computers being placed on our toughest problems. See, this is one of the things I have faith in, is that human beings may not necessarily be able to come up with solutions to all of the Earth world's problems, all of humanity's problems. But I think if we couple it with AI, AI and human beings working together might be able to come up with solutions to all of our toughest problems. And I think politics might be one of those things. Let's look at direct democracy and let's look at the possibility of AI politicking, AI governments, AI governance as being something that might actually work to help us. I mean, if you think about it, one of the reasons why AI, what, why human governance doesn't work is because of our biases, our needs, our requirements. So many things sway the human politician. An AI politician wouldn't have to worry about stuff like that. It might be a cold, calculating decision, but at least we know that they won't be swayed by corruption or anything else. Of course, unless your code gets corrupted, but that's a different thing. AI politicians, what do you think? Should we try them or not? That's it for me for today. See you next time, and until then, don't forget to think future.